say I'm so glad you're in church this morning, and I'm so happy to be sitting next to you. And uh, grab your seat. A big welcome to all those who are joining us online, wherever you are in the world. Great to have you as part of the Connect Church family. And so, church, can we say a big hello to those uh, who are watching us online? It would be marvelous. Well, it's been a big week for uh, Connect Church and all types of things. I don't know whether you're aware that the, the thank you song, the worship uh, song, we've been singing it for a while, and, and, uh, but a lot of the rest of New Zealand doesn't know it's there. But that was released on iTunes, uh, no, uh, Spotify, and it'll come on iTunes and uh, everywhere. There's people uh, all over the nation uh, uh, posting videos about it, but it's pretty cool. But I, I just want to, I don't know, where, where's Helen? Where's Helen? Uh, has she gone out? Has she? Oh, hello, hello, Helen. Um, I, I, I'm just, I want to honour her and all the work she's put into making that happen and the live album's going to come out soon. Well done, well done, well done. Hours and hours and hours of time. Hours. Hallelujah. And again, you can help us out this week. It actually was released. We didn't even know. This is how uh, you know, so it's uncoordinated. We are. It's New Zealand Music Month, and on Life FM, uh, we, we actually started off at number one, which I thought was pretty pretty cool. But you can vote. But everyone else has figured it out. You can go to Life FM, and you can go to the, the Kiwi sort of music things, and you can click on a, a thing there, and you can vote for thank you. And I want to tell you, it doesn't take too many votes to get us to number one. But here's the thing. You've got to do it every day, every day, just the little thing, five, it won't take you more than 50 seconds. Go on there, vote, vote. I did it for Jesus. Come on, somebody. <laughs> and let's see if we can do this. That's great. And the, the, the worship album is coming out when, Helen? 6th of June. And I want to tell you, it's so good, it sounds like a real one. I want to tell you, I was, I, you know, because sometimes you, you, you try and say, oh, yeah, we're done. But, but I want to tell you, because we, we've heard it, we've played it in here, and, and it's like, kaboom. It's good, it's powerful. And, and I, again, I know Tom got up today and said, hey, we're singing a new song. To, well, he didn't say it like that, but he, he said, we're singing a new song, new life song today. I just want to tell you, you are the first ones in the world to hear it, because it was played here, it was written here, and just a part of that which I think God is doing uh, in our midst. And we're believing that those songs are going to go all over the world. In fact, we've had other churches send us videos of themselves singing songs that were written in the house. Come on, somebody. So I, I love having that impact. Right across the right across the nation, it is it is too cool. Busy busy week. We also I don't know whether you know in your kids auditorium for those who have kids, we've put a new air conditioning this week so we can uh, heat them in the winter and cool them uh, in the summer. So that's all gone up into the roof this week. It's been a massive task. You you might have known on Easter the coffee machine broke down. We ended up getting a a new one because we've got to do church with coffee. It's just how. Come on, somebody. Jesus did. Come on, somebody. I mean, it's just like it's just. Gonna have that. No, 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 just joking. Just joking if you thought he's doctrinally off. <laughs> but but uh, again, we've, we've done the coffee machine. We've, there's been work on the roof. We've put new auditorium uh, doors for the services there so they don't hear the noise coming out uh, there. There's been stuff work in bathrooms and all, all, all over the place. There's been a whole lot of stuff happening around the house. And that's been Mason who's joined the team and uh, just made that happen. Well done, well done. I saw the intimidator lights are working to you, to you. Good, good, good. Oh, these lights are called the intimidators. I just, uh, I probably shouldn't tell you that because, yeah. But they, these things here, they haven't been working, but I spotted it and I noticed it. They're working. Come on, they haven't been working for weeks. I, I see all those things. That's the thing. I walk in, I, that's not working. That's, thank you, darling. <laughs> 
Hallelujah. But how's everyone doing all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, we've, we've, we, we were away, you know, in Invercargill yesterday. We came back. Invercar- anyone from Invercargill? Yeah, so I see that hand. One, one person. Thank you for coming up on the North Island. Come on, somebody. Uh, um, but, you, you, you know, we've, we've been working with a new life and part of our leadership role within new, uh, new life. So we're, we're in Invercargill with about 130 or so leaders and pastors and did a day with uh, um, some other speakers and stuff. It's a really good day. I love just connecting with pastors who are, listen, there's so many pastors who are working hard out in small New Zealand towns, doing a phenomenal job, weeping as they're telling us about what God is doing in their, their farming town. Talk to this guy named Ed from Pastor of Tapanui, been soldiering on uh, for years. And just as I was talking to him, he's just weeping with such a heart for that town. I I, I love the impact that we can have um, in those places. And the week before, of course, we were in Timaru with uh, Pastor Gordon, had a fantastic uh, time with those guys and really and enjoyed just hanging out with our New Life family. But there's, I want to say there's no place like home. No place like home. I'm just, I'm just letting you know there's no place like home. So, I mean, the last time I, I preached was on uh, Easter Sunday, and we remembered at that time the fact that we were joining millions of our brothers and sisters uh, around the world as they worshipped and remember what Christ had done and Resurrection Sunday and so on. Little did we know that a few hours later that we would awake to the fact that 250 of our brothers and sisters had lost their lives in an intentional act of Islamic Yes, Islamic terrorism. As they worshipped in their churches, as they give praise, just like we're going to be so thankful for New Zealand. Come on, somebody. For God's grace to us as a nation, as they worshipped in their churches, their lives were changed by one, one crazy moment as they worshipped. And of course, in the explosive aftermath of that some of the world's most powerful politicians can't even mention the word Christian. They can't even say it so as not to offend the very ones who caused the problem. I'm preaching today. I'm just telling you. I mean, whenever in history have we been called Easter worshippers? I mean, whenever. Anyone here worship Easter? No. We worship Christ. He has saved us. Not Easter bunnies and eggs. Christ has saved us. He's turned our life around. Preacher wants to preach. You know, the events of Sri Lanka remind us again that we live in a day where Christians worldwide, according to the respected Pew Report, remain among the world's most persecuted. Christians are subject to real and sustained violence for the profession of their faith every single day. The Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, he said, For I am not ashamed, though, of the gospel. He said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power. Everybody say power. power. Come on, say it like you believe it now. now. Oh, sound like a black man. Now, come power. Come on. Well, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God unto salvation for all, everyone who believes. 
But the truth is, this is a message that is easy to preach and hear, but it's becoming increasingly difficult to preach out there. Yet preach, we must. Sadly, we live in a world today where a tweet can lose you your job. Where you don't bake a cake, a bigot you do make. Or where a preachy post can result in your personal public persecution. That's the world that we, we live in today. And like Paul in the book of Romans, we, we preach into that environment. We preach into what seems to be like an ever-increasing hostile environment. And as a Christian, it's way easier to just sit down and shut up rather than stand up and speak up. And of course, we should not be surprised by this. We, we, we should not be shocked by what we're seeing, by what we're experiencing in this. Matthew Henry, the great commenter of the Bible, said this. He said, Christ's followers, Christ's followers cannot expect better treatment in the world than their master had. Jesus said this in John chapter 15, verse 18. He, he said this, if the world hates you. I, I know it's nicer if everybody likes us. Come on, somebody. It says, if the world hates you, keep in mind. You, in other words, you need to remember this. Keep it in your mind that it hated me first. We shouldn't be surprised what we're experiencing. In verse 20, it's, Jesus says, Remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. We've got to be like the sons of Iscar who are aware of the times in which we, we are living. Not ignorant to them, aware of them. But again, I want to encourage you today by not stressing you out, but just remembering this, that Jesus said, blessed are you, happy are you. When stuff like this happens. Uh, some of you thought you're going to be blessed with that new car. Some of you thought you're going to be blessed with that new job. Some of you thought you're going to be blessed with that, I mean, uh, that, that pay increase. Hallelujah. I receive it in Jesus' name. Uh, I mean, I just, some of us thought we're going to be blessed with uh, things. There, there are different things that we, we would consider that would make us happy. But this, I can tell you, is not one of them. Right, right. Come on. <laughs> oh, I just wish I could get persecuted. No. <laughs> None of us have got up, woke up in the morning and thought, that's a good idea. But Jesus said, blessed are you, happy are you when people, listen, because it's not just violence. Listen, Jesus expanded on it. He said, blessed are you when people insult you, insult you. Oh, well, we live in a world where people find no problem to in, in, insult. Just one look at Facebook would... Where people insult you, where people 
persecute you and, 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 and falsely say, some stuff's true. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, come on. Uh, I mean, you know, Chris, I'm persecuted. No, you were just being a pain. Come on, somebody. Preach your preaching. And people persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Jesus said, rejoice. Great, claim that promise. Rejoice and be glad. Because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And of course, Jesus said in John chapter 16, verse 33, He reminded us that in this world, we will have trouble. In fact, He says just before that, I, I'm telling you this to bring you peace. I don't know if that helps, but, but He said in this world, in this world, you, you, you will. I don't like it. No, no, sorry. You will have trouble. But then he says this, but take heart. Don't get all stressed out by it if you're here and you're watching all that's happening in the world. Don't, don't freak out. Don't stress out. He says, take heart. Why? Because I have overcome the world. What does that mean? It means simply this. I've read the end of the book and we win. Come on, somebody. You've got to understand, there might be only two of you are excited. Some of you are not too sure. I hope we win. I hope we get. I want to tell you, I've read the, the, the Word of God and, and victory is assured. It's been assured through what Christ has done on the cross. For He's taken death captive. And today, because of what He has accomplished on the cross, we are free to stand in His grace and mercy and His righteousness brought for us through the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. So I say to you today, my brothers and sisters, as we, as we seek to enter into God's promise for us as the church, yet are confronted by today's modern-day Jerichos that come come against us, modern Jericho walls that seek to stop the advancement of what God wants to do. Today I want to echo the words that God spoke to Joshua at that time, to you at this time, and that is this, be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. And persecution over the years, I have found that when we face it, God gives a grace. God gives a peace. God gives, I can't verbalize it. I can't explain it away, but I know that in times of persecution, when it comes, there is a measure of grace. I, I don't know where this scripture is. It's just popped into my mind. But that scripture that talks about when you're brought before the courts and brought before, don't fear what you're going to say. Don't, then don't stress out. He will give you the, something happens in the midst of it. 
Oh, I've experienced. I remember when I first became a Christian, and I was, I, I, I you know, I saved out of a drug and messed up background. And I, 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 the person who led me to the Lord, they were traveling around the South Island hitchhiking. I said, "Can I come?" And he said, "Yes." We ended up on the streets of our Christ Church in the middle of the square there, and we'd just pull out a guitar and start singing. And oh, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. And I do a little wiggle like that, and. Attract a huge crowd. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Going the other way. No, so, so, the, and, and we start singing. I remember standing there as we're, we're, we're singing this, and suddenly this full beer can comes, boom, and, and hits me. And, and I'm like, what? And, and these guys started throwing beer cans at us. And as they did that, here's the thing what happened. I didn't go, oh my goodness, let's get a grace comes up. Not only a grace, but a love. Here's the weird thing. As Jesus said, we've got to love our enemies. We've got to pray for those who. And I found it happening, but it's not like, oh, I have to love those enemies. No, there's a grace for it. There's an anointing for it. But it's when you're in it. That it happens. And as those cans were hitting me, I found here's what happened. A strange love developed for that person. And I ended up, I'd only been a Christian a few days. And I went and ended up sharing what Christ had done in my life. But there was a grace there. I remember when we were in India. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we didn't even know. Some of the stuff, we were on an outreach and we had to go and preach in different places and we'd pick different places. And we were like clueless. There was five of us. And, uh, you know, we, we, we really, to be honest, we didn't know what we were doing. But we'd go and we'd, we'd stand and somewhere and we'd start preaching. Come and give your life to Jesus. And then someone would translate. But as we started to preach, a crowd gathered. We thought everyone was liking this. But as the, as the crowd gathered, the, the crowd became increasingly vocal and hostile uh, towards us. They're like, you're preaching. Because we were right in front of a, a area called Sarah's Bargates. It was a temple grounds. And we were in the middle of the temple ground saying, give your life to Jesus. And they said, you're going to get stoned. I want to tell you, it wasn't that kind of stone you're thinking about. I'm just, a, I'm just telling you about. They said, you, you, you're going to get stoned if you don't do it. We're going to start. But here's the thing is that started to happen. There was a grace involved. No fear, no stress, no thing. Something happens in the midst of it. And if you're sitting there thinking about today going, what will happen in these days? We live in these days. We've talked about it. Evil has come close. But as we live in these Days understand a grace will be given. The enemy does want you to sit down and shut up. No one wants to be called a bigot. No one wants to be called such things. Because that why? That's not our heart. It's not we fear God's message to the world is that He loves the world. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, so that whomsoever believeth in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That's the message of the gospel. But understand there will be a grace involved. When Pastor Anita was a young girl in their, in their village, they, 
became followers of Christ. Hardly any Christians in that town, people who were walking with Jesus. They were running a, like a connect group in their house and the village told them, you cannot run this, this group. They got baptized in the Arabian Sea. And one of the villagers came and spread the news that they were baptized naked. They were not. The village rose up, told them, stop preaching this message. Stop preaching it. As the leaders of that uh, group came, they took them, they tied them to a coconut tree. They took their scooters and they threw them into uh, like a pond. Stripped them down to their undies and then beat them with sticks. Said, you need to stop. They woke up in the night and someone was trying to set their house on fire. As they would walk along the streets, people would spit at them and go, praise the Lord, people, praise the Lord. But they didn't have fear. Why? Because there's a grace. They weren't afraid because there was a grace. And not only that, in the midst of all of that, we've got to understand there is a God who fights for us. The very man who organized the, this, he was a buffalo herder. And as he walked with his buffaloes, if you've seen the ginormous water buffaloes and the, the big horns that they have, he was walking along very, either the same day or the next day. And the, the buffalo turned his head and the horn went right through his leg and he limps to this day. The village came and said, we apologize because something is happening here. And now you go to that state, there are not just 20 Christians or 50 Christians. There are thousands of people who have found Jesus Christ. And their lives have been changed. It was so bad when the first Christian died. I had to look for a place to bury him. That night, they dug up the body and threw it back at the person's house. Friends, I want to tell you, New Zealand's a great place to live. Come on, somebody. But there is a grace involved. There is a grace Involved, and here's the thing: we've, we've talked about it. What, what what was meant for evil, God can turn for good. Understand it and persecute. It's just it's just how it works. What was meant for evil, God can turn for good. I love what Benjamin E. Fernando said, speaking on persecution. He said, "This crushing the church is like smashing the atom." Divine energy of high quality is released in enormous quantity and with miraculous effects. Henry T. Mahan said this, When men try to extinguish the light of the gospel, it burns all the more brightly. Here's the thing, the, 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 the winds of persecution will always fan the torch of truth. I want to tell you. It'll always cause it to shine brighter. So be strong. Yeah. Be strong. 
Be strong and of good courage. Like Joshua in today's hostile environment, courage, good courage, good courage is an essential ingredient if the church is to have a voice. If the church is to have a voice in this nation. Hey, the worship team can come. Of course, we've got to have wisdom. We've got to have wisdom when we, when we engage with the giants that stand against us, when we come a, a confronted by the walls that seem to dwarf that which God wants to do. Again, just remembering the walls of Jericho, worship brought them down, making sure that we're in a place of worship, making sure that we're in a place of lifting up the name of Jesus. But we need to have wisdom when we face the giants. Please have wisdom. Uh, sometimes it's like we as Christians have not engaged our brain in the conversation. Just saying. So we don't think about what we say and how it will affect and where it will go. We need to be wordsmiths. We need to be smart. We need to be intelligently contribute to the conversation. You might be here and you're going, well, man, you know, it's like I'm the only guy in my workplace. I wish I could be like you, Pastor Adam, and full-time minister. I'd love to be doing that. But you got to understand my situation. I'm the only guy. I'm the only Christian in my workplace. Well, maybe that's why you're there. Come on, somebody. You're like, I, I want to get out of here. No, no, no. He's placed you there for a reason. Use wisdom. Don't be the weird guy. Don't be the guy sitting at the other end of the table who's not. Connect and negotiate. See, the Bible says this. Preach the Word. Be prepared. Are you prepared? That means get ready. As T.D. Jake says, get ready, get ready, get ready. you got to get ready. He says, be prepared in season. That means when everything's going good and everything's going your way and everything's working marvelous, but also out of season. When you don't feel like saying it, when you don't feel like engaging, when you don't feel like, man, I'd rather just sit down and shut up. Be prepared. Preach the Word. Because here's the thing, we're not ashamed of this gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation for all who believes. Can I hear an amen? It has the power to change and turn lives around. See, people won't always understand the cross. In fact, the Bible says it's foolishness to some people. It's just foolishness. But to those who are going to get saved by it, to those who are to be saved by it, it's the power of God.
for life transformation, eternal salvation. Such is the gospel and preach it we must. So I'm saying to you today, Connect Church, because this is not the church. You are the church. You are the church. It's not the steeple, it's the people. Wherever you go, you take Christ with you, the hope of glory, into every workplace, into every area of influence. So I'm saying to you today to encourage you as an exhortation. I'm saying to you, I'm reminding you that be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid. Don't be dismayed. For the Lord your God, your God, the Lord your God is with you wherever you go, whatever you do, whenever you do it. He understand today. He is with you. I want to finish today with a recorded prayer. The prayer, it's a prayer that Anne Morrow prayed at our New Life Conference for those who were, were there. You remember it. It's a, it's a moment. And this is a moment right now. It was a moment we started off the conference with, with different languages praying and from different parts of the world. And then Anne came up. And Anne, you've got to understand her, her heart. She's, I guess, like the, the, the mum of the New Life movement. Her and her husband pioneered this movement they pioneered this movement and they too and listen I'm going to tell you Anne understands persecution for her own husband was attacked and and it it changed the course of his life A, a, a crazy machete welding man attacked him but as I think about this prayer see we'd lost the prayer we couldn't find it we was played on that day. We, we, we lost it. We couldn't find it. But last week it was found by the, the album engineer person in Australia and he sent it over to us. And as I listened to it, I was like, this is powerful because I suddenly realized it was powerful then. But in the light of all that has happened, it is even more powerful today. So can I get you to stand up wherever you are? And I believe this prayer carries an anointing with it. As she speaks over not just our movement, but over our nation. As she speaks over the church as a whole. I want us to bow our head, close our eyes and put our hands out like this. And as we play this prayer, I want you to receive the anointing of a mom of the faith of this nation who's walked through the very persecution that some others will have to fight and has remained and continues to remain 
faithful to the cause of the gospel. Don't just listen to the words. Receive that which is being spoken. Let's play the prayer nice and loud. Father, we thank you tonight that we stand before the God of all nations. We stand before the God of Abraham, the God of all Israel, who delights to hear and answer our prayer. And we thank you, Lord. We stand in a future of unprecedented difficulties, challenges, but amazing opportunities. And we thank you, Father, that you've entrusted to us the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the power of God unto salvation, the power of God, Lord, for transformation. And Father, we hear the cry of the Spirit today for a new divine alignment, a new editing. And we pray, oh God, that you'll teach us to know what it is to be re-equipped, to be resensitized, to know what it is, oh God, to gird up our loins and be in a readiness to move when you move, to be open to what you want to do. And oh, Father, we just pray as we've asked for you to come we don't mind if you interrupt or do anything, but we declare, let your will be done in this place. And oh, Father, as we face the future and we see what you want to do, we say, how can this thing be? And we thank you that your word declares the Holy Ghost will overshadow you. And Lord, we thank you that within every life, may there be seeded within us, Lord, that which will cause your name to be great in all the earth, in all the nations, we pray. Oh God, may we stand in the awe and the wonder of who you are tonight. And so to that end, Father, we pray you'll touch every leader, you'll touch every minister, you'll touch every young person, you'll touch every church, you'll touch every person. That, Father, to complete the, the future, to fulfil the destiny for New Zealand, to fulfil the destiny for the nations, that we shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. And we declare, be filled, be filled, be filled. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen. Come on, let's give him all glory and praise and honor. Oh, I pray you receive that word today. Receive it and live it out. Be strong and of good courage. There is a world that needs to know that there is a God who loves them. And there is a devil that seeks to stop them. But may no weapon formed against us prosper. 